Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. It is my pleasure to present those two sponge-worthy fools, Rue and Tugs. And welcome to For What It's Worth, the home of the sponge-worthy fools, which Rue doesn't get the reference. Woo! I don't get the reference, but it should be funny! <laughs> Rue is very, very sponge-worthy, very young, very tender, he's dry-aged. And very yippable. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding! Makes more <laughs> Just kidding. This is season three, episode 20. What does the fox say? Really? I didn't write the show notes, what? everyone. What does the... Who put the, that in? Oh, you're so funny. So... Oh, uh, yeah. What does the fox say? I'm... Uh, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> so um, this episode, we're going to be doing... Basically, we're going to be talking about just that. Foxes! Yay! All things of the foxes. And we have a great guest that's in the house, but we'll discuss that later, and we'll introduce him. But now we're going to be doing our weekly recap. So what have you been up to? So I have been... Something just crossed out on my my show notes. (laughs) It's like magically. That's a security precaution. Oh, I've just been... um, Last night I've been swimming... You, last night, all night, you were swimming. That yes. sounds pretty sexy. No, last night I had um, a whole bunch of furries over to over at my house, and we did like a fursuiting, I mean not fursuiting, wow, a swimming barbecue type thing. So we had some people over. It was pretty fun. Um, so if you're ever in Utah and you want to come by, visit Rue, message me. That would be awesome. But, um, but yeah, let's see. We had Mother's Day. What is I, this word you wrote? Bite, well, no, I was, I was saying Mother's Day. For my Mother's Day, I invited my mother over and I cooked dinner for her. So that's what I did for Now, how much Mother's pants Day. were worn? Um, of course, pants were always worn. I don't know. Maybe you defrocked your mother. Uh, oh, my gosh. You don't want to defrock your mother? On to the next boy. <laughs> no, I want to know. I don't know what defrock means. <laughs> a frock is a dress. Oh. No, I don't like wearing my mother's dresses. No, did you defrock hers? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving style. on. Special. So style. I found something super amazing. It's liquid cookies. It is the most amazing thing ever. It's called Biscoff. I'm sorry. Did you just choke on a dick? What did you say? Sorry if I butchered the what how to say it. Sounds like biscotti. It's like Biscoff. That was a mistake. That's me. That's me. We have a new board. Sorry. I tried to make a file in my name with a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the end of the season. They expect this crap. No, they don't. <laughs> or passes. So what have you been up to, Tux? Uh, well, Koru and I went to KSL, which is our lo- uh, local powerhouse station. Actually, apparently a regional thing like the West. Um, and we got to sit in and watch them do a show they call The Nightside Project, which we borrow a lot of the humor style from, and it was a lot of fun. And we took Corey along because apparently he needed edumacations. Edumacations? So, did you enjoy yourself? I did. It was a, it was a blast. I really enjoyed uh, going through all the uh, 
the music studios, all the different music stations. They've got how many there? Probably about five or six. Radio stations? Yeah. Three. Three. Yeah, so that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, the Arrow uh, local station was actually really cool, decorated with uh, guitars and rock and roll posters and all sorts of stuff on the wall, so that was pretty cool. And then sitting in with uh, Ethan and Alex was actually a lot of fun uh, in the studio while they were doing the show. So learned a lot of interesting things and uh, hopefully uh, taken that to, to use for the show. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else has been going on? Um, our wireless network is awful, and I need to fix that. Some, you know, we bought this nice Apple Airport like four years ago, and it's, I don't have many Apple products, but that's a good Apple product. And I'm sad because it is now going to die soon. Really? Yeah, so that computer you're using will probably stop getting on the internet soon. Oh. I know. I know. It's sad. You'll have to give me the network key again. It's not going to matter. The wireless will be off. Oh. <laughs> there will be no Wi-Fi. Get a new one. You got, give me 200 bucks. Send $200 to Tugs. I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> and then the other thing, I found this, this is so silly, but I found this this dumb little app yesterday. It's not really even dumb, but I have found myself staring at it more than many, any app in a long time. It's called Secrets. And the idea is that you can post your secrets to this place, and you're anonymous, and it will find your friends, but it doesn't tell you who they are. And you're sharing secrets with your friends, and you can like them or comment on them, but no one knows who anyone is. And so I've been sitting here going, whose secret is that? Whose secret is that? It's really addicting. That's kind of interesting. It's really, really, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> um, apparently one of my comments, um, I put down a secret, and I'm not going to tell the secret, obviously. And it went global. What? Yeah, if enough people like it, it goes to the, there's two feeds, not on the iPhone, sorry. Um, the Android version has two feeds. The iPhone version is is behind. They're they're letting Android people get this one first because it just came my, out on my Android. My hopes to be able to promote this app. No, no, no. Because you can still do the friends <laughs> thing. They just launched it on Android yesterday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's it's a new thing for the Android launch. It'll come to the iOS, but there's the global feed, and that will your the really good stuff apparently gets put on there. So one of my things made it onto that one. That's cool. I think it's fun. Um, other than that, I don't think anything else has been... Oh, oh, you know what? No, something did happen. I played Donkey Kong Country... I hate this name. Tropical Freeze. Uh, why can't they just bring King K. Rule back? Because it's we can't just keep using the same bad guys, Bowser. Oh, psh. Ganondorf? I'm tired of that. I like that there's a different bad guy. Anyway, hard, hard game, but oh, so good. Yeah. Do the, is there a super guide in there? You've played it, right? So is there a super guide or no super guide this time? What? Super guide? Uh, oh. Where the game will play it for you if you die like 80,000 times? If you die like 80,000 times and you get like super Kong mode or something. You So it is in there? So you become like white. Oh. I don't remember exactly. I, I, bought, I died like probably what, 50 times yesterday? Yeah, on that polar bear. That yeah. game is super punishing if you play with two people. Yeah, we like, tried. <laughs> you do a minecart type thing, you lose two lives no, if you go off. you lose two lives no matter what. The only way you can get around that is to throw a barrel with the, with the companion barrel. But the music's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. It is definitely a hard game. Like, that's one it's thing. It's rewarding. That, yeah. It definitely goes back to... Actual when you had to give a damn. Yeah, definitely. Easy crap, I know. At least, at least they don't have like complete game over screens where you have to like start all the way from the beginning again. You remember that? 
<laughs> with Donkey Kong Country, it was like you got through no, half no, you, of the... No, no, you could go back to your world. There were save points. Oh, there was save points? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah, you had to go to a Sexy Kong and save. Yeah, but there was save points. And if you didn't get to that save point, then you had to go through all those horrible levels again. Oh, so bad. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you, you mean Candy Kong? Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about her. Why'd you bring that up? Sexy Kong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is time for... Hey, hey, hey. It's Rooster time. Yay, it's my cookie time. It's my cookie time, not yours. I have a cookie I need you to try on break, by the way. Okay. I was at Harmon's, and they had this thing called Eat, Eat Dutch Waffles. And it's so good. It's like a chewy wafer with caramel in the middle. It sounds amazing. It is amazing. I'm like mouth-watering right now. Can, can it be break now? No, but it'll be break after you read your fortune. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just hurry and read it then. Follow your intuition, and it will lead you to your heart. In bed with a cookie. I'm calling repeat. I think that's a repeat. What? Yeah. Follow your intuition, and it will lead you to your heart. In bed with a cookie. Aww. You always buzz. That's the end of segment sound, because I realized I haven't added it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the episode about foxes, but not these kind. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a 20th century You know fox. how annoying that is when you're trying to search up search content about foxes and all you can do is see, like find like fox news and That's not news. All these fox things that aren't Fox. actually foxes. All right, well, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Let's talk to our guest. Hi, guest. Hi, guest. <laughs> Hi. Who I'm, are you? I'm Secret. I'm Secret Fuzzbutt. Are you on Secret, too? No, but now that you've said something, I'm going to have to get it. It's seriously have awesome. Everyone should get Secret. I'm not even, I don't hold stock in them or anything, but. All right, Mr. Secret Fox, you have to come out. Who really are you? Come out of the closet, baby. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> Hi, everybody in Fuzz Butts. It's Kagos. Yay! Yay. Were you on in season one? No, what? he hasn't been on our show before. Oh, okay. Well, well he's a virgin. Not, not technically. <laughs> I've, been, I've been at all the live shows in suit. That's right. You have been. That's how you have been. Were you, you were at the FC show, right? Did you actually get a seat? No, I was the fox suit who was messing with your projector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The, the thing about those live shows is they're so exhausting. So remembering the details is kind of a difficult task. Yeah, everything's like going every which way. And then people like email me and say, hey, I was that one person that was saying this one thing to you. You know who and I am? I'm like, I feel horrible because I don't remember. Not them. that this has anything to do with introducing our guests, but um, what's her face? I can't remember. She made everyone clap and she was all sassy and she was uh, with her fiance. So how many cons have you been to? This is how you qualify as a furry. Please, please verify your credentials, sir. My credentials? Ah, I've gone to every FC, RMFC, and BLFC since 2012. So you're young. Young and fresh. Right off the boot. I was going to cons before I was even 18. Wow, I waited. (laughs) 
So does your family know that you're into all this? Oh, they do. So how do they support you slash avoid you? <laughs> uh, my, I came out wrong. <laughs> my mother likes every picture I've ever put on Facebook, and my dad can never, ever say what it is. He always calls it, how's the fandoms doing? The fandoms. <laughs> the fandoms. The fandoms. Every- Even though there's more than one kind. I like that, the fandoms. Every time. I remember going over to your house one time. You have a really nice family. Appreciate it. They try. They go fandom. So I, I don't know if we answered this question, but what species are you? <gasps> Red fox, you know, being all awesome and everywhere. That's awesome. What? Wait, you're a red fox? I thought you were an orange fox. Well, species, yes. Coloration, no. Okay. I don't understand what's happening. We're kindred spirits here. We are. We're buying... We're... Never mind. I'm crazy. You're bi? You're bi? No, we're bound... Um, bind, okay, not binding. Oh. So, whatever. So, conventions aside, how long have you been doing the fuzz butt? The fandoms? The fandoms. How long have you been in the fandoms? The fandoms was when I was 13. Well, you, did you discover ago. it by looking for pictures on the internet? More or less. How interesting. So did I. In the less than lucrative sense? I went for the lucrative stuff. But I'm not even going to pretend. <laughs> I was looking at penises. Did That's you like, just? Oh, oh my God! I'm imagining you when you're like 11. You're just like, <laughs> like looking around, making sure no one's home. You got one hand on your junk, and you just type penis into Yahoo because everyone used Yahoo when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it went? I and love you, how I love you how you whisper like it's a magical word. I, like I, open sesame. <laughs> penis. <laughs> Forbidden word. Where's like the class in this show gone? <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And then you're all like, "Ooh!" And the butterflies in your tummy. Is that is that both of you? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, you're like I used Alta Vista. <laughs> <laughs> I use Netscape. Oh, <laughs> use Netscape. Everyone apparently uses Netscape, but me because I'm a Chrome user. I, I used AOL. <laughs> Did you really have AOL? Yeah, I have AOL. <laughs> so back to topic. So, how do you feel that the world views foxes? How are we seeing foxes? I have an example, but you go first. Well, well not you. I'm not interviewing you, Mr. Host. I'm oh, interviewing Mr. Guest. What? So, how does the world view foxes? That's what he's saying. The world or the fandom? World. The world. The world. The world sees foxes more of a pest. As a delicious sandwich. Why do you think that they... See him as a pest. Like, what are, what are they doing to deserve that title of being a pest? Chickens. Numbers. There's plenty of numbers around the world, and they're survivors. They'll be in forest, urban environments. They're everywhere. Foxes are everywhere. There's your first point. I've also heard that foxes, like, like Tugs was saying, go after, like, poultry and stuff like that. So that's kind of why that they've gained... That aspect of being a nuisance because they they kill a lot of chickens. Not just chickens, but foxes are omnivores. Really? Yeah, they eat berries and vegetables. I honestly had no idea. I've never actually started thinking about what foxes are eating besides cocks. Um, What? (laughs) Chickens. Chickens, you perverts. Uh, Male chickens. I love male chickens. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I saw something with a fox on it yesterday, and I about died. I'm a, this is something you can go to Target right now and get. They have a plate set, and there's a girl fox on it. She has a little bow. I've never seen a girl <gasps> fox. Really? Yeah, it's really cute. That's probably really awesome. Yeah, she's like on these plates and on the bowls. It's like a little set. I want one. I know. I was like, and not cups. Yeah, not only fox, but girl fox. Sounds adorable. What was really adorable was when Starbucks came out with their little fox cups. Oh, the mug? The mug or whatever that had the tail as like the the handle or the I'm place sure to hold the that. cup. It was so cute. Do you have cute. one? Yeah, I have one. Do you have two? I wish I had two. I wanted to get like a whole set, but then... Kegers, do you have two? One, zero? I have no fox cups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lacking in the fox cup department. <laughs> the fox cup department. <laughs> well, let's go back on to topic here instead of just fox cups. Um, so what fables or like different medias that you've seen foxes in? Well, they go from all around the world, really, except for Australia. Maybe Australia not having any native foxes. Hmm. But Europe has their own European folklore which was foxes being the cunning tricksters who like to outwit all their superiors or anyone that challenged them, where the term outfoxed came from. Hmm. So what other, what other things that, like, what other traits do you feel that, that foxes have kind of... So you, so you said cunning, right? Yes. What's another trait that you think that has been evolved from the media itself? From... Folklore and everything is, yeah. the, on top of being cunning, being the tricksters, being sly, intelligent. Handsome. Beautiful. Very smart. <laughs> the fox and the cat in Pinocchio, he wrote in the show notes. Yeah, no. Um, the fox and the cat, what? Uh, these are just different examples that we have that are within. What was Honest John? That's what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, Honest John, and I can't remember the cat's name. Grumble? The dick. He's the one that um, tricks Pinocchio. Yes. Yeah. I always want to go to Disney just so that I can see him. He's I've seen him all the time. He's mm-hmm. like always like running around like molesting kids and stuff. <laughs> molesting kids? <laughs> You're horrible. He's on his John. You know he's not doing anything bad. <sighs> so there's also Fox and the Hound. Um, Fox and the Crow. Fox it, and the Crow? Yeah, that's that's the fable that um, where the fox tricks the raven with a piece of cheese in a tree into singing it so that he could he could drop the piece of cheese and eat it. There's actually a song that's actually a cookie instead that if you look it up on YouTube it's hilarious, but Rue would be about the cookies. Yes, I would. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I would. Continue telling us more about foxes, you two. I'm just gonna sit and back and relax. So what about Fantastic Mr. Fox? <laughs> Loved it, own it. It's cussing good. It's super, it super awesome. I was cussing the whole way through it. Straight through. Yeah. Every, I couldn't say a swear word afterward. After for a month, all I would say was cuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do they? Okay, so we've talked about like historical medieval Europe had trickster foxes and blah blah I'm, blah. I'm little. Yeah, but what about why. what about modern day world? Is it just pests? It really is just pests. It really is. What about the Soviet foxes? Soviet from Neversbursk. I see, see, I, he, you even know the unpronounceable name. Tell people yes, about from these foxes. Russia, for the, since the Soviet Union about 50 plus years ago, 
there's been in the Institute of Cytology. They Cytology? Have, yes. Okay. Cytology. I'll have to look that up. They have been in the process of domesticating foxes. Really? And found some interesting things even. What's that? That it was, it was incredibly easy to domesticate so far, and it was, took a, only half the time they expected it would. Hmm. Wasn't it like, what, six generations? Three generations? It was really short. Normally it's about 12 to 15, and they did it in six. Wow. And then they wouldn't so, bite you or anything? Nope. Don't foxes have really sharp teeth? They do. Ooh. Okay, but nines do. The second fun fact... When they, they learned through domestication that foxes' tails curled like huskies. What? Like, it genetically altered their tail? It was, they didn't alter anything. It's just through domestication found that foxes' tails cur curled. Why? So kind of like orca whales, when they're in captivity, their dorsal fin will curl over. What is up with that? Is that like, I'm, I'm a cripple it's, now? No, it, it's just a, a trait of captivity. Yeah, but there's got to be something possible. Maybe what it is. I, d I don't know. That's they, they haven't explained cool. why. They just that explains why Rue's curled up in front. No, that's because I haven't had enough cookies today. These are that energy cookie. Energy Anything. cookies. Amp energy cookies from Power Thirst. My mate said the other day that I couldn't have any more cookies, and I like fell down to the ground and like pretended I was dead. No. <laughs> it's like, I must have a cookie. Oh, it was in the pool. I was like, I'm drowning. I need cookies. You're missing the most famous fox of all. The biggest Disney star there is. Robin Hood. Who was in the parks recently. I Really? Yep. That's so cool. Robin Hood, live by the bow. Okay, we did a whole episode about Robin Hood, so if oh, you wow. if you want to learn more about that, then listen to Go that to episode. Go to your local library. <laughs> <laughs> so any anything else, fox traits from media, like or media examples that have foxes in it? We do have a new Disney um, Disney um, featured film what? that's going to be coming out that has foxes in it. Oh, no. It is the stars, the fox, in a world of chickens. I thought it was pigs. What is, is it? Is it pigs? Oh, I man. can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking Tell about. Tell me this is Pixar, and I'll be much happier. It's not Pixar. It's oh. Disney animation. It is an old-fashioned Disney animation. Yeah. They're doing it by hand? Yes. Oh, good. But why? But but why? No, no, no. Here, here's why. I'm, I'm cool. I love Disney. Everyone knows this. Who knows me? That's not my problem. My problem is that it's going to be rule 30 if it's not rule 34 by now I'm just it's just going to be everywhere and you know me I'd like to have substance in my movies not go to something just cuz it's furry whatever not whatever <laughs> don't just that's a valid point <laughs> don't just miss it out of hand no I I don't I don't get what you're trying to say it's just that it, people are going to go ape shit because oh my god another furry yeah no but, and your point well, it shouldn't. People shouldn't go see it just because it's a furry. It's a fox. It's anthropomorphic. It should have some, like he said, substance. Something to actually draw you in. A good storyline. Good characters. Good animation. I'm hoping that they they do something that that is just that and makes it a good story. And there'll be another, you know, another classic. Anthro, classic anthropomorphic. You would go see it even if it didn't because you're like, oh my god, furry. Not necessarily. I mean, I didn't go see Nut Job or whatever. They had like <laughs> no. You can look in the mirror and see Nut Job. Uh, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like, 
I recognize I'm into Bolt, so I'm going to all you naysayers out there. I love Bolt, but I didn't go see the movie because there was a dog in it. I saw, I went and saw it because I heard it was a good story. There just happened to be a dog in it, and that was cool. The end. So back to Fox's. Oh wait, we have an email. We do have. Are we ready email. for email? Let's yes, do email. Let's do emails. So this is from unsigned. It says I probably won't get this in time for the Fox episode. Guess what? You did. But I know exactly what us fed up foxes say. See attachment. If you're wondering what it is, it's on the show notes page. You're not show notes. It's on the it's the cover art. Go to our site and look at it. It tells you very clearly what the fox says. Well, I'm going to show you guys in house. And this fox agrees. What does the fox s sa? Yeah, I like that. Doesn't even say. Basically, yeah. Just just look at it. Trust us. It's pretty good. Do it. Magusta. <laughs> My Magusta face is on. So We also have another email. Oh, yay! This is from Kira, right? Yeah, it is from Kira. She says, hey guys, I know it's been a long time since um, I last sent you guys an email. It's always on my to-do list. Thank you, Kira, for making us part of your project. She's the one fox in Mexico. There's one whole fox in that country, and it's her. One entire fox. There are half foxes in other places? Yeah. Okay. No, the rest are in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting. There's so many fools out there. Half foxes. Okay, anyways. Let's see. I've been getting an increasing amount of um, commissions. Mostly porn. Yay! (laughs) Foxes gotta do what a fox has gotta do. Did she say any whore? Yeah, she did. Any whore... (laughs) As a fox, I don't really see anything that I can contribute. Hold on, she said any whore. Kara, I'm praying to God that you did that on purpose, because that's brilliant. (laughs) I'm going to use it now. Any whore, what can I do for you? Anyway, sorry. Any whore, continue. Any whore, as a fox, I don't really see anything that I can contribute that hasn't already been said um, half a billion times. I feel like it's become more annoying to be a fox because of that damn song. It has gotten old so fast. However, this is not. This has not caused me to stop being one. I have seen so many foxes um, change species because they hate getting asked what what they say. But I'm not one of them. Yay, I'm not either. I have been a fox since I entered the fandom, and I will be a fox when I leave. Well, then you're not really leaving. I'd just like to point that out, madam. (laughs) Madam. The rest we shall save for next episode, as it is about next episode's topic. Yes? Yep, that that is correct. So, both of them kind of um, brought up the, what does the fox say? So we are going to talk about it. Two emails, so we have to talk about it. And I'm crying in my heart that we are having to talk about this song. So how was it the first time that you saw it? Let's see. It was browsing YouTube, bored, and looking at Game Grumps. And happened to stumble upon it. First, I chuckled heartedly. And that was that. I've never watched it since. But every day since then, I keep getting reminded. No. I am going to kill you. (laughs) No. Vetoed. 
Poru, what's your feelings on this song since you're a fox? It's annoying. <laughs> no shit. I actually know yeah. some foxes that love this song and they they like start just screaming out wop 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 wop. It it is very apparent ding, to me ding, 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 ding. that drugs are legal in the Netherlands. So. <laughs> But you know what? I, I do have a soapbox bo- little answer that I want to say. A soap opera box? A soap box. Soap I want to stamp up on this. Soap opera? Let me tell you this. I personally feel, isn't it so much better now, though? No. Of them coming up to you and saying at least, like, oh, what does the fox say? In, and then giggling and laughing and then walking away versus, what are those weirdos? Doing. No, it is not better. We talked about this last What's episode. What's with the tails? No. no. No, it is not better. We talked about this, you troll. I can see your troll face over there. I'm not trolling. I'm just saying. I would rather have an educated discussion with someone than live with some dumb stereotype. That's me, though. What do you say? I guess that's true. I'd rather hug a stranger than thwap a furry. <laughs> thwap? What is thwap? Is when this you backhand. Oh, thwap. Okay. I'm like, I've never heard it called that. Does a little thwap explode in the air? It, wow. Yes, it makes actual <laughs> letterbox <laughs> visuals when you thwap someone. So if you had one thing to say to the makers of that video, what would you say to them? You should feel ashamed. <laughs> you know why he made that. Why? Because he wanted to prove that Americans would listen to any dumb old dance sounding track. Really? Yep. Yep. Yeah, they made that song on purpose. Yeah, that was supposed to to be annoying. Uh Uh-huh. It was after the whole Gundam style thing. (sighs) I can play that too. So actually, I'd give them congratulations because they did prove that Americans would listen to anything. Yep. And it did prove that drugs are legal. Yes. (laughs) It's a terrible music video too. Do you like the song? I think you do like the song. Do you like Mm -hmm. the song? I don't mind it, but I'm not going to, like, have it on my, like, ringtone. That's or, not what I asked whoa, you. Whoa. Like, I don't even have it on whoa. my iPad. Hand over your Fox license right now. What? I don't, oh. I'm, I'm not going to, like, celebrate and sing it, but... You're on suspension. What is, what is it when you're... What, is, what happens when you get demoted from a fox? Demoted from a fox? Do you become, like, a wolf? Do you become an otter? What do you become when you're demoted? What's, no, what's I, the jail species? The jail species... A tapeworm. <laughs> you turn into a domesticated fox. Use tampon. No, I actually... You turn into have... a tampon furry. No. No, tampon furry, yeah. That's probably the bottom Become arrow. a red tampon. Sorry, I offended the three tampon furries out there. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I did come up with, um, you know, a newer version of the song. So, it, it, instead, it's like, what does the fox say... And it's cookies, 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 go in here. There I go. Next. <laughs> All right, I, I think we should take a break. Hello, space fans. Today we're going to have a look at how the Russian situation is going to impact spaceflight for the rest of the world. As most of you are already aware, earlier this year, Russia's military forces moved to occupy Ukraine. Because of this, the United States began levying sanctions, stating that such behavior is not acceptable. 
NASA has also broken off its cooperation with the Russian Space Agency in most matters except for those dealing with the ISS. In retaliation, Russia imposed their own sanctions against other nations. They recently announced they would not ferry any more American astronauts to the ISS after 2020. They've also put a ban on the sale of RD-180 rocket engines to the U.S. for military use. Non-military use seems to be okay, which is good since it powers the Atlas V NASA uses. It looks like this could shut down the world's greatest collaborative scientific efforts since everyone is dependent on Russia's Soyuz launches. Right now, NASA pays about $70 million for a single seat on one of these flights. However, the other countries partnered for the ISS have said they may not need Russia. NASA wants to get their fleet up and running again. In fact, they've been working with several outside contractors through its commercial crew program to build suitable replacements for the decommissioned space shuttle. The Lockheed Martin Orion is designed to taxi astronauts to the ISS, as well as push deeper into space, to the moon, nearby asteroids, and even to Mars. It's an Apollo-style capsule with room for up to six astronauts, slated for an unmanned test launch at the end of this year. The Sierra Nevada Dream Chaser is a space plane that looks very similar to the old shuttle, and is just as reusable. NASA has already commissioned a small fleet, each able to seat up to seven. Designed for low Earth orbit, it's ideal as a space taxi to the ISS. Its smaller size, as well as its less volatile fuel, means it can land at any commercial airport and towed away by a large pickup truck. Its first unmanned test launch is scheduled for late 2016. The Boeing CST-100 spacecraft is similar to the Orion, but meant only for low Earth orbit. This space taxi will carry up to seven and be reusable for up to ten missions. Since it will be compatible with the Atlas V, Delta IV, and Falcon 9 rockets, it will be incredibly versatile. The SpaceX Dragon, already used to resupply the ISS three times, has a crewed variant in development dubbed Dragon Rider. You can imagine my delight. It can carry up to seven and will ride atop the Falcon 9 or Falcon 9 Heavy variant as needed. NASA has stated publicly that they are laser-focused on resuming manned missions as soon as it can be safely done, and with these four companies partnered with them, America should have its spacefaring fleet back up and running before the 2020 deadline, welcoming other nations to use them for ISS travel needs. All of these vehicles have a great deal of information available online for you to read, and I do encourage you to do so. That's all we have for you today. Until next time, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying, keep looking up, space fans. For what it's worth is rapidly coming up on the end of Season 3, which means it's time for an epic episode. But it won't happen unless we get your help. And since you're the best audience in the world, we know you'll deliver. So what does furry mean to you? Call us at 469-44-FURRY or send your own recording to cast at forwhatitsworth.com and tell us your personal meaning of furry. Make sure you say who you are and what species you are and we'll get your audio on the air. Personal stories, simple definitions, or pretty much anything will help make this an episode to remember. Again, call 469-44-FURRY or Email your audio to cast at forwhatitsworth.com. Hi, this is Toboe Wolfio from San Jose, California, the fuzzy and lovable half-wolf, half-coyote hybrid and creator of Anthrodex.com, the furry directory. And you're listening to For What It's Worth. Oh, and orange juice, yo! Now, back to the show!
about foxes. Yeah, that was good. In fact, we're just running right now. So, we have Fox Factoids, presented by Kagos. Yay! Yay! Um, now we got the ambiance going. Now we can properly get the Fox Facts out there yes. to the public. This is definitely your music because you're. I know you're a little bit evil in your heart. So Yeah, so let's hear it. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to go with the fox facts. As you already told the first one, foxes are omnivores. They eat berries and, and nuts. Primary diet is meat, but they do eat fruits and vegetables plenty. What's Second fox fact is when they do eat and they get full, they bury it or they put it in a hole and store it for later. They put it in a doggy hole? Yes, yeah, a doggy hole. In a fox den. In the fox den. Oh, it's in the den? So, like, does their den smell like ass? It's going to smell like whatever you want a fox to smell like. Oh, no, but I imagine, like, if it rots or something. and it, Would they eat it before it rots, or do they just get rid of it? Well, they eat it before it rots, but they are scavengers. <laughs> scavengers stink. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey. They do, they do. They stink like stuff they collect. This is his fox factoid moment. I know, I know. They'll do what they need to survive. Okay. That's why there's so many foxes out there. On top of yiffing. <laughs> Third fact. <laughs> the North American brown fox can climb trees. Really? I thought all foxes could climb trees. Not so much. Not as well as the brown fox. As in, it can climb any tree, hang out on branches, and chill. Fourth fact. Fourth fact. The bat-like fox. Do you know that? The bat-like fox? Yeah, the bat-like fox that has bat ears. Well, yes, it's the bat-eared fox. Yeah, the bat-eared fox, that's what I meant. Do you know what he uses his great big gigantic ears for? I thought this was his segment. It is. Well, listening, duh. Oh, no, it's to keep <laughs> it's to keep himself cool. It's the same as the phoenix. Yeah. The ears are so large to keep cool in the desert. This is, a, this is just weird. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> Any other facts? Well, we'll go for the largest... Last fox fact for you. Foxes have retractable claws. Really? Just like felines. That is super cool. You know, I have another fox fact. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Ooh, share it with the world. Well, you know, do you know that foxes have whiskers? They do, and on their legs. On their legs? They do. So... What do they use them for on their legs? It's nighttime scavenging. Yep. What, there's like little eyeballs on the end of it? Well, I don't understand <laughs> how that works. It's the same as a cat at night. When you're looking and you're going through small spaces, oh, you can't okay. always see. Spatial awareness then. Okay. I thought it was like something special for just no. at night. But isn't that, I think that's pretty cool because, oh, and um, so what species is a fox? Because everybody says that spe that oh. foxes are closer to canines, but I've heard that that's not true. They're cunning linguists. They they say that it, the fox is more related to cats, but officially and on charts, they are part of the family Canidae, mm -hmm. which is the canine. So it is the canine. It family. is a canine. Foxes are canine. Hmm. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, and this has been Cosmos. Genus and species is Vulpes vulpes, but the family is canine. 
Can, because I've heard some people like argue against that, and they're like, "No, they're not canines. Go sit over there with the cats." And I'm like, "What? Are you serious? <laughs> no, foxes are canine." I just love foxes because it's kind of like to me, it's almost like the in between of ha 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 in between of a fox. I mean, of a dog or a canine. Stop it. <laughs> a dog and a, a cat type thing. Yeah, the they're not there. cats. They double, yeah, I fact-checked, and it's true. Huh. I believe you, and now we have the definitive word that the internet has shown us. So let's move to stereotypes, shall we? And we're talking about stereotypes in the fandom. This is the moment yeah. that everybody has wait, waited for. Now to segue into the segment, the reason why I went through... And I wanted to make sure that we lay down the facts of foxes, like the real facts of foxes, because now we're going to go into stereotype, stereotype things. If you go to a fox panel at a convention, like seriously. Why is there such a thing? Uh, like seriously, the whole episode, it's like a meat market. You have like the wolves all in there. You have more wolves than foxes in the panel. And they're like sitting around like looking at all the other foxes like, oh, which one am I going to take home with me? Like seriously, it's like so? retarded. I've stopped going to fox panels. Why would you even need a fox panel? Isn't that terrible that you don't even go to your own species panel? No, I don't understand the purpose of it. I went to one, and it was the most amazing thing. It was an actually scientific panel. Really? I would love to go to one of those. With a zoologist about vulpines, but and I loved it. See, that makes see, sense. See, my first fox panel that I went to almost made me not want to be a furry anymore. Like, I almost quit the furry fandom that evening. I'm, I, I have to ask, and I just, this is not necessarily just about foxes, but the way you talk about these fox panels and other big species panels, you make it sound like it's like, okay, we're all going to go in and reassure ourselves that we're okay with what we are. Like, what is the purpose of going to a panel about your species? To learn about the species itself, like the panel that he went to. Okay, but that's the science. Instead, of. I would they... find that, I, if, okay. I, I do scheduling for a con. I would mark that as the science of this. Okay, that that's cool. But but, but it's not just but the fox panel. But then if you're going to do a fox panel, then you should say stereotypes of foxes in the fandom. Yeah, it if just that's seems so generic because otherwise it sounds like, yes, we're all going into fox therapy together and we're going to share fox stories and tell each other that we're all good, strong, empowered foxes or something. I don't know. It's just uh, my... Strong, independent, empowered foxes. It's just my little pet peeve and... If you're listening to this Rocky Mountain Furcon, change your fox panel, please. I don't get the purpose. Anyways. So my that's favorite. my little soap opera. So let's kick off with this email. Yes? Fox. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's from Farron. It says, hey guys, another furs. As a fox mix, it leads to a lot of giggles and naughty, K-N-O-T, things. But then I find them to be fun to be, and I find myself acting like one when it comes out. Being quiet and stealthy. Yours truly, Farron. So our fox is quiet and stealthy. Quiet and stealthy, not so much. I don't know. I don't know. They're always in the hen house being all... They try. I mean, have you ever heard a fox call? That is not the most pleasant sound in the world. (laughs) That's true. What other stereotypes exist? I think maybe he's saying stealthy because of... You know. Th- that's trying to go back to the European folklore. Yeah. Like cunning and stuff like that. But it, it's, it's not stealthy, which is, that's not what that it is. It's 
mind over mind battles. That that's what a fox stereotype is. But if you want stealthy, you're gonna have to go more towards raccoons. Now, what do you feel about the stereotype that foxes are always subway sandwiches? That were stacked and always together at awesome? <laughs> I don't know. The notes say always subs. Always subs. That's actually, if you ever go to the Fox panel, you'll find that's not quite true. They'll top, they'll bottom, <laughs> they'll do anything. It <laughs> meant to be a panel full of Subway sandwiches on the chairs. <laughs> really? So there are dominant foxes? I think, oh, yes. I think, I would have to say more accurately, the foxes, foxes species is the switches of the fandom. Uh, yeah. They can be turned on easily. Ha! I do have that button. <laughs> We're not amused. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was hilarious. Oh, yes. So, um, I also have a markdown that they're like, like some people in the fandom think that they're fast food. Does that make sense? What? Uh, quick lay. Yeah, quick lay. <laughs> when did that become a term? I'm getting old. I uh, Thank you. Cora's over there shaking his head in the booth. Yeah, I have no clue. Neither did I. I just made a quick correlation. Yeah, that's what it is. Fast food. So apparently Rue is the only one that knows about this phrase, and it could be because he wrote the What do you notes. want for dinner, fast food? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you want? I want Big Mac. With some fox. Yup. In a, in a, oh, I, want, I want that with my fox mug. <laughs> yeah. Fox so, cream. Our fox sluts. Foxes sluts. The the stereotype for the fandom is yes. Is it true? Sometimes. That's really dependable upon the person because there's foxes that are foxes because of the stereotype. And then there's foxes who actually like foxes. So Rue. It's, I it's think magic. I think it comes to anyone anywhere in the fandom, like with species, like any of them could be some of them could be any of them could be sluts. Yeah. Like, I know some wolves that are like sluts and stuff like that, and they'll post anything on the internet. <laughs> it's, it's just the problem that most people try to go with being a fox because of the stereotype that becomes the problem. So with that, let's talk about um, foxes being um, the starter characters. Like, we've been coned as the starter um it's kind of true. Personas. Kind of true. So, like, you start as a fox and you evolve into something else. <laughs> that, that, that's <laughs> pretty accurate. Uh, everyone I've seen, most people start as a fox and will change to something later down the road. Why is that? Why do you think but people start as foxes? I, I say it's more of a Pokemon style. you you got three starters. <laughs> what are the other two? If you want to be canine, you're a fox. If you want to be feline, you're a snow leopard. If you want to be a scaly, you're a dragon. Agreed. Although I know a lot of wolves that are just like, yeah, it's a wolf. I love wolves. But there are more wolves than foxes. There are. Are there? There are. How do you know? Long time in this horrible, horrible, lovely world we call the internet. And the fandom. And the fandom. Yay, I love you, fuzzbutts. So, is there any other stereotypes you can think of that, that you've been, like, foxes have been coned? Or coined. Sorry. Try, mostly that. It's mo- mostly promiscuous and trying to be clever. Always the... Um, oh, always the trickster. Yeah. Yeah. Always the... There's, oh, I've heard this one. There's always a wolf behind a, a, a fox. 
Yes, it seems to be kind of that stereotype for wolves that they always go for the fox. Um, how do you think the foxes have received, um, have gained this type of stereotype, these stereotypes? Well, it really started at the beginning of the fandom with some of the first convention and the first people were foxes and the convention was promiscuous in nature. Every convention is promiscuous in nature. Not every. Well, in your. Don't stare at me. In your room. Yes. <laughs> and not at the con floor. No, at the con floor it was. And then it evolved from there. Hmm. Because of ron- raunchy cons and foxes. Raunchy. Ranji con? Ranji. Ranji con. Ranji con. Ranji con. Oh, Ranji. <laughs> oh, we're going so over the topic here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. So. Um, what do you feel that other foxes in the fandom have? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I can't read his own notes. <laughs> I can't read my own notes. So do you feel that foxes have some sort of like kinship? Because here's the thing. Like I've noticed like different species and it's like wolves kind of are just like, I'm a wolf. I'm, I'm alone, you know, or like, yeah, these guys are wolves too, but you know, I'm a wolf and... Yeah, that's cool. You know, but foxes, it's like, you see another fox and it's like, yeah, give you a hug. And I don't know, it's, do you do you feel the same way that, that you feel like that foxes have some sort of a kinship or? An unspoken bond. Yeah, an unspoken bond. <laughs> I, I kind of do. Every time I go to a con or anywhere on Friends, it's always the foxes that always run up first. Other foxes, always with the hugs. Yeah. I think that is truth. What do you think, I'm, Mr. I'm nodding. Yeah. Can't you hear it? What do you think, Koru? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. Love it. So, speaking of foxes, we have some other um, emails here from our fellow foxes. Let their voices be heard. Let their voices be heard. Yes. Okay, hold on. I am getting them right now. The first one is from Joe. Well, hello, Joe. I'm trying to find... Oh, there it is. Okay. He says, I write this to you at 10.26 p.m. Anyway, I love your podcast, and it's helped a lot becoming a furry. Now to the topic of my email. My fursona is a fox, and when I heard the topic last episode, I knew I had to email you. Yes. I think foxes are awesome. I may be a little biased, which is why I'm sure you can understand. I just really like foxes and their personalities. Keep up the good work. In bed with a cookie. Joe. Yay! In bed with a cookie. <laughs> oh, and then we have another email. From Castric. And Castric said... Sorry. Let's see. Hey, y'all. From last episode... Ooh, what's that name? Eminem. Oh, Eminem. Ha <laughs> um, Real name is Marshall Matters. No! Mathers. Oh my god, he even wrote to correct you. Whatever. Bleep. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Um, when you hear Rue say Marshall Mathers, um, I got up and I walked away. 
Um, Tugs, you need to listen to Eminem or Rue will eat all of your food. Okay, now about foxes. Foxes are very foxy. Rue is god of foxes and Tugs um, can have my foxy mama. Sorry for the long email. (laughs) I have a feeling I said something last episode that I regret now. What? Foxy mama. Foxy mama. (laughs) Foxing intensifies. Thank you for telling us how to say his name. Marshall Mathers. There you go. You were so self-important up until that. You've correct. You gonna yes. read the postscript? Well, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to matter to people. Oh. Oh. You gonna read the postscript or not? Oh yeah, um, Fluttershy is best pony. Meanwhile, in another part of town. <laughs> Thanks for the email. No, I gotta say, Big Mac. Big Mac. Big Mac is best pony. He's pretty cool. No, don't fail the. No. We're not doing that. The show. We're moving on to foxes. Fox's best pony. There you go. You know, you even want to do a horse episode. And I'm like, we just did ponies. No, I didn't mean little horses. Oh, okay. I meant big horses. Then you get all the foxes to listen. (laughs) I I know, right? Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Are there any other stereotypes? Oh, you know what? I hear that foxes are hyper. Not like dragon hyper, but... Hyper, they can be, but they're... It's... If you want to be more realistic for foxes, they can be quite playful. I think they're more playful than hyper. Although it's, it's, I've met yeah. a few foxes that are like way over the top, and, and it's like your, your, you know, your your brother, your stepbrother that you never want to talk about. That's them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be a fox over here with these foxes. You can stay here and be all crazy. <laughs> There's plenty of times I felt like that. Yeah. Yes, Ritalin does serve its purpose. (laughs) There's sometimes that I'm like, you're a fox. There's no way. And there's some people that are species. They're species. Like, I feel like that they're like half breeds of like foxes for some reason. Anyways. Any, Any last words on this topic? Do you feel like we have thoroughly visited foxes? All the foxes. All of the foxes. All of the foxes. Thoroughly explored the foxes. Well, we're not done yet. Why? Because we are going to play the game. After break. That's after right. The, after yeah, the break. after break. <laughs> but it's more facts about foxes. We're going to test your knowledge. Before we go mm. to break, we just also want to say a big thank you to, sorry if I say this wrong, Tobo Wolfiot, who did today's ident. Thank you for supporting us and helping us with that. And thank you for everybody that sent emails about this wonderful topic of foxes. Love How you. amazing that they are. We need more items because we're out.
And now it's time for the, the game. game. Today's game is called Facts About Foxes, TM. The instructions are thusly. You get 10 questions. If you get it right, you get this. And a point. If you get it wrong, you get this. And you also get no points. Easy? Easy. So we're going to now find out what the fox really says. <laughs> Cookies. Did I yeah. win yet? Did go in. Oh, yay! You won! <laughs> yay, 10 points! Woo! Okay. All right, so... Question one. What is the three names for baby foxes? What are? For... Oh, what are? Sorry. What? Kit, what? pup, cub. Is that your final guess? Yes. Did you get it right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. He said I'm out of order, so I'm like, ah! Whoa! Good job. I read that as pumps. I'm like, why would they call them pumps? Because <laughs> <laughs> they pump them out. Two, what is the maximum length of an adult fox penis? I no. mean, sorry, an adult fox. An adult fox penis? No, no. just an adult fox. <laughs> what? Omit no. the penis. <laughs> he added that. Oh my god, I'm going to make a sound but out of now... that. Omit the penis. <laughs> Omit the penis. <laughs> but now my mind's on penis. Now I get... Thanks. Without Thanks. the penis involved, what is the maximum length of the adult fox? <laughs> <laughs> He did not proof these questions. 36 to 48. What? Inches. Oh. Um. You got it right. Three feet. 36. All right. Awesome. So why are foxes' eyes more like cat's eyes than dog's eyes? Better night vision. That is incorrect. What? Foxes' eyes are... How do, how do you say that? Lip Elliptical. Elliptical shaped in strong light like cats as opposed to other members of the extended dog fam family whose eyes are round you must have round eyes but i it's not because of night vision i know that well that's what aids it the slitted pupils aid in well we'll set this question in abeyance okay okay question four what is the average lifespan of an adult fox penis no. <laughs> Just over the fox. Two months because it's used so much. Four <laughs> hours and then it has to go to the fox hospital. Oh now, what is the average lifespan of a fox? In the wild, four to seven years. What's the average lifespan? Average. Yeah. He didn't say average, did you? Yeah, I did. Okay. Most foxes live up to 14 years. In captivity? And that's what they said. Fourteen years. I didn't do the I research. I said the you wild. Talk to this guy. I said the wild. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um. When do foxes hunt for food? Any time, any day. In a twenty-four <laughs> hour period, what period do they look for the food? The tw all twenty-four hours. No, that's not correct. All day and night. There is no specific. <laughs> Where are you getting this research? I'm not the game writer. This is this is where yeah this is Foxes the questions. It says, um, uh, let's see. It says foxes usually hunt for food during night, and then sleep during the day. Except they're not nocturnal. So once again, where are you getting your research? I, I, I what? <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, let's go on to the next question. <laughs> Do only vixens take care of the young? No. They have ants. And ants? <laughs> nice. No, both parents um, have the role of taking care of their offspring, um, not just the vixen. Unless they're in a Disney movie, because that's all that's left is the vixen. Next. Uh, let's see. Do foxes hunt in teams, a couple or alone? Alone. That's correct. Daddy's got to bring home the dinner. Foxes hunt alone, unlike other wild predators um, that use team force to round up and encircle their prey. Execute. What non-meat foods do foxes sometimes eat? You've said this, so this. That was one of the facts of being an omnivore. So what are they? Fruits and vegetables. They sometimes eat fruit in addition to meat. And And nuts. And lots of nuts. When I was reading this question, I was actually laughing. Because I'm like, what non-meat Oh, wait. I didn't even read the question right. What non-meat foods do fox penises sometimes eat? (laughs) 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 Okay, so how fast can foxes run in miles per hour? I have to convert from kilometers because that's only we also will accept kilometers. It's eight kilometers. They are quite swift and can run over fifteen miles per hour. Twenty-five. I mean twenty-five. Twenty-five. I'm sorry. It says twenty-five, and um, that would be forty. That you would be. That's right. That's trotting speed. Dear Rue. When you use plural abbreviations of metric units, there's no S. It's not CMS or KMS. It would also be KPH. Anyhow. <laughs> Question 10. But they can but... only do that through a short distance. All right. What's the score? Was that the last one? Nope. There's one more, but I'm getting the, the pre-score. Well, the pre-score officially is at five, but I am adding a point because, according to the interwebs, Foxes can see in the dark like humans can see in the light with 2020 eyesight. He's so fact checked. They are very good at seeing in the dark, which does help with the way the peoples are set up like cats. So Ecology. that question was correct. Okay. Question 10, you ready? What technique do foxes use to outwit their predators when being pursued? Technique. Yes, yeah. what technique? So what did they do? So, you know, like, they're being chased by a predator. Like, what do they do to be able to get out of that situation? Find the nearest hole or climb a tree. Think of a, uh, uh, think of football. Somebody's got the ball and they're trying to run to the end zone. No, no, what they mean. What? Zigzag serpentine. <laughs> That's correct. Yay! So what's Can't the final score? Seven. Seven. I'm saying ten because your research sucks. What? <laughs> what was Wait. the other questions Thanks, that, that were in question? The only one I will get say I was wrong for was the speed because I said trotting speed. Oh, the last running speed. Question. What was the other question you thought you got wrong? Or right? The only one oh, I knew- the foxes that live up to? The lifespan of foxes. We'll resolve that off the air. Let's keep going by pushing this button. 
All right, we've pulled the zipper down. It's time for the mailbag. Thanks to everyone who sent in their mails for the mailbag. Today we will kick off with an email from Kira as soon as I find where it is. And here it is. She said, hey guys, it's me, Kara the Fox. Hearing you guys talk about Hawaiian pizza a while back reminded me of a thing. Then you started talking about depression and suicide, which reminded me of another thing. So I will be telling you about both things. Hawaiian pizza is awesome. Hawaiian pizza makes me want to commit suicide. It's so good. Hawaiian pizza is evil. <laughs> I love you. No, it's... <laughs> Sweet pizzas. Yes, they are a thing. First, Hawaiian pizza is one of the best pizzas for you to eat because the pineapple will break up the fat in the cheese. So it makes it so that your body will absorb any of the cheese... Or so will not absorb any of the cheese fat of the pizza you are eating. Not only because I want to hear Tug's reaction. I hear you trolling me. Um, I went to a Brazilian restaurant once and they had sweet pizza on the menu. That's not Brazilian. Pizza with coconut, pizza with strawberries, and chocolate. Pizza with apple and cinnamon, as well as others, which I can't remember right now. And I can tell you they were some of the best pizzas I've ever tasted. Cheese is not something I ever thought I would like, but I gave it a chance and now I crave it. I'm going to pause here because the other paragraph's long. I'm just going to say, I enjoy a good dessert pizza. I don't like pineapple on pizza. Pineapple is awesome. You need to leave my country. Pineapple is the sin of the pizza world. It is. It is. Seriously. It's like the slutty fruit. It's the only way to eat a pizza. Canadian bacon and pineapple. Canadian bacon is ham. Canadian bacon is ham. I know it's ham. So why are we why are we even pretending that it's sophisticated? Because it's called Canadian bacon. No, they call it not. ham everywhere else. A lot of pizza places have just called it ham now. There is no Canadian bacon. Are they like offended with the Canadians? No, like they just, were offended by French fries and no. called them freedom fries? It just simplifies it. Wait, there's nothing uniquely Canadian about ham. That's what they call it. <laughs> if it was dipped in syrup, I could understand, but Yeah, that would make sense. It's called Canadian bacon. No, it's Canadian bacon is ham. Just finished reading the email. <laughs> okay. Depression. I have run into many depressed teens, and I too find it quite annoying when they are threatening suicide, mostly because the ones I have run into are being way over dramatic or just trying to get attention. However, there's something that one always has to remember when dealing with depressed people. Emotional IQ. Emotional IQ is not at all like intellectual IQ. Whilst intellectual IQ is unchanging and will always be what it is no matter what is going on in your life, save for drugs and brain damage, emotional IQ is ever-changing. It shifts with your mood and the situation you find yourself in, and the lower that it is, the less drive you have to accept help from others because you do not feel worthy of their help. This is the main problem because you, uh, because trying to, sorry, how long is my problem with trying to help suicidal people? Their emotional IQ is so low they cannot see their own worth of words that you're saying, so they can only see and feel the pain they have grown accustomed to. They don't want to let it go. Professionals know how to deal with this, so if you have a friend who is seriously having these thoughts, even if they are just on Facebook, you have to call it before they do harm to themselves. Sadly, you might not have any other choice, especially if they have already attempted it once. There are some things even an I love you, don't leave me, can't fix. Signed, Kira the Fox. I think that stands on its own. I have nothing to say. It Thoughts? definitely does sound on its own. I mean... Except I'm going to comment. I am going to comment. Then <laughs> yeah. it doesn't stand on its Just, own. Just, you know, when it comes to your friends and you know, really kind of get to know them and, you know, if they end up saying things like that, then definitely, you know, seek the proper uh, authorities and, you know, 
get advice from, I mean, have them call the proper authorities or, or you call them themselves and get advice. Hi. And if you're joking about committing suicide, you need to go, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> you're going to go to hell. <laughs> you're a horrible person and I am not your friend. Sorry. Every, every hospital has a neuropsychiatric ward and they're more than willing to accept anyone who needs it. All right, well, that's it for that email. So thank you, Kara. Thank you. Your emails are always super insightful. Thank you. All right, and now for the last email, which I will read because it's long again, unless you have a problem with that room. Um, my computer's dead. Go. All right, this is from right. Nick. He says, hey, guys, I'm the one that tweeted the other day saying that you inspired me to get a tell and you wanted a pick, so I figured I'd email one, which he did. I'm 36 male from New England. I consider myself a diaper fur. Um, the diaper started as a fetish, but now they're a lifestyle choice for me. The furry stuff didn't come till later. I thought I knew I was different for a long time and eventually came to accept my interest, which took quite a while. I always knew I had a connection to lions, which is probably more after I saw The Lion King. In my early 20s, and trying to figure out why and how I was different was tough, but yay for the internet. It helped me connect with other people and realize that not only was I not alone, but there are also people into the same interests and being a furry. I'm more of a furry slash therian, believing that I was slash is still a lion. The way I express myself as a furry is by wearing lion shorts, of which I have five. Or shirts, not shorts, that'd be cool though. I have one of those stuffed animal winter hats. I'm a big fan of the show Grimm. You guys inspired me to get a lion tail. I don't wear the tail as much as I'd like. I have the attitude of not caring what other people think, and being visually impaired makes it so I can't notice reactions or looks people might have. I find it easier to be out in public in a diaper under my clothes wearing the tail, which makes sense since the tail is noticeable. All my friends know and that I'm a fur, which is helpful. I just wish society wasn't so judgmental on being different, but the important thing is accepting yourself and not giggling while I read emails. What are you giggling at? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just Fox stuff. Oh, don't, don't worry about it. Anyway. Well, good, good for him getting a tail. Yeah. Have you seen the pictures? Yeah, I saw the pictures. What'd you think? Um, it's cool. It's cool to... It's. I remember the first time that I got my tail. The first time I slept with it. Like, I had it on and I you was, like, slept cuddling with it. With it. Yeah, I was, I was so excited. Such a fox. I took mine out of the box and wore it immediately the first day. I was excited. Uh-uh. Awesome on you. And then you like... Wear it, be happy, be proud, be a lion. Be part of the pride. <laughs> if you, I was if trying you, to avoid that pun. <laughs> if you haven't gone to Disney World, you need to go to the Art of Animation Resort and check out the Lion King. <gasps> that was so cool when we went Just there. Just the big pride rock and all the characters. Well, and, I love how they did like the carpet where they had yeah, like Timon and Poopa's like, yeah. like little um, feet. And then they're like circling around and yeah. they had like lion paws and stuff. It's cool. Super looks at you. Well, thank you for the email. I, I think that's it for, yeah, that is it. Oh, you have a package. You did get a package. I finally went to the P.O. box and there was a something in it. There is something. We really want some things to come to that P.O. box. We love the P.O. box. I know. If we don't get some things, it'll go away. We don't want to close the P.O. box. So Send we got us this, more stuff. We got this package. Whoever sent this, I love you. Um, obviously, I opened it to make sure it wasn't like anthrax. Also, just it was a little strange. So it was addressed to Rue Lexico. <gasps> it was addressed to me and you opened my package. I wanted to make sure you weren't dead. Dude, this could have been an arm. 
You ready? It's it's a you metaphor. Ready? He wants your package. Are you ready? I no. I need you to hand it to me. Right. Okay. That's. I just want you to confirm you were ready. Yes, I'm ready. Don't throw it. Hmm. Kimberly Clark. I don't know if I'm supposed to say your real name. Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking the high road. <laughs> Let's see. What do we have in here? Read the outside of the box. There's something on the other side. Not for retail sale. No, the other side. <laughs> Get out and and take on the day. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? What are you pulling out of the box? What? What do you? What is it? I clap. I clap. (laughs) I love whoever sent this. They sent me diapers. (laughs) Well, because you look so young. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. They're not just diapers. They're not just diapers. They're depends. They're pull-ups. They're adult pull-ups. They're adult pull-ups? Give your two-pack free sample. <laughs> That's because you sound so young and youthful. They just had to get them in your size. Hey, and they also gave me a $2 like coupon for some more depends from Men Depends. Men Depends. <laughs> <laughs> New from Men Depends. <laughs> Here, let's let's read some of this. Also, also try. Depends. Real fit for men. Looks, fits, and feels like real underwear. So, what do you think? Real well, fit. Interpret this this message that you're getting from our listener. Are people be- wanting me to be a baby fur because I'm not? Do you know who Kimberly Clark is? Yes. Who? I I've met her before, haven't I? <laughs> That's the name of the corporation that does Kleenex, Huggies, um, depends. obviously Depends. Uh, that's the, that's they not do. <laughs> oh my god, they, they do paper towels and paper towel dispensers. You probably see them in your bathroom at work. Yeah, the, the person who said that, office. their name isn't Kimberly Clark. <laughs> that's the name of the corporation. The two Tons, guys. did you send this to I me? I swear to God, I did not. And Good, I, because you didn't get large enough sizes. <laughs> large and extra large, that's not going to fit me. Actually, if you want to know what Rue looks like and you haven't been to a live show, he's like the the fat acne guy who's Shut playing Shut up! No, I am not! <laughs> <laughs> now with diapers. <laughs> bathroom! <laughs> no! Mom, bathroom! <laughs> so yes, whoever actually sent that in, thank you. That's that really awesome. clever. <laughs> How do you feel right now, Rue? You look like kind of like upset and and laughing at the same time. He's doing His bottom everything. lip is shivering. He's blushing bright red. Oh wow! I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> All right. Well, 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 I'll take these home, and my boyfriend can use them. <laughs> Yay! So while Rue gets to stew in his embarrassment juices, let's go on to housekeeping. First thing is comment on our show notes page. Please do it. No one's doing it suddenly. Um, we love you to death, and it really does make people look like our site gets traffic, and we like that, and you like that. We also love emails. We do. Our next topic is going to be about vor. Um, nom, 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 nom. Are you into nom. vor? 
it most certainly wouldn't be the way I found the fandom. Yes. Of course not. Yes, he he <laughs> he is into Vor. I actually I, I truth I truly don't like I'm not disturbed by it for the most part. But I'm I'm really excited to figure out what the hell is going on there. Why is it so appealing? So we'll see. It'll be a fun adventure. Well, if you need me back, just say so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, send an email. Yes, and also please send things for us to Vor during the show, such as cookies. Oh yeah, I love cookies. But also send us pictures. We want you to send drawings of Vor. What? What? Why? Well, that's getting a little too far. No, there. no, it could be soft war. Please don't draw gory war. Even, even then, I don't know. Well, uh, the <laughs> only reason why I'm saying that is because then we can use that for reference. No, well, reference. Yeah, we can use reference, but we can also use some of them for the show um, icon, show page, the show page mm-hmm. icon. So cool. Next, or uh, we're getting ready for next season. So we want you to send us um, your ideas that you think would be good for an episode that you would like to hear. So you know how like you watch Mythbusters and they're like, what myths do you want us to test? Go to blah, 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 blah. And they like, want you to put their stuff in. We're kind of doing the same thing. We're, we're, we still have ideas, but we specifically want you to f- be more involved with the show. So we left slots open in next season for your topics. So tell us what you want us to talk about and explore, and maybe we can find someone who's a sucker and will come on the show and let us talk to him about a it. Sucker, you! Our guest is right here. You're gonna you're a sucker. Him. You came on our show. You get you get the sucker's reward, though. Remember, you get, he gets the lanyard. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, the sucker's came lanyard. Came on for some torture. Got some. But but speaking of, um, and, and you get to meet the hosts and autographs and oh, pictures yeah. and, and yeah. see the studio and see Rue's and... diapers come in the mail. And... Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was worth it alone. <laughs> what? I don't even think this will fit me. That's like all brown too. It's like it's like it's to no, hide. It's from men depends. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just for you guys. Here we go. What do you watch? What is going on? He's undressing and there you go. What? Put your clothes back on. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm doing. Uh... So enough of that. Let's get back to housekeeping. Housekeeping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He forgot the most important thing. We really, really, really want to know what furry means to you. Because otherwise, the last episode of the season is going to suck. So We really need you guys to come through on this one. What we want you to do is we want you to call our... Like, stop what you're doing right now. No, no. Wait for the show to finish. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, wait until it's at the very end. But or pull over to the side of the road. As soon as this is over, we need you to call into the show and tell us what, what was it? What furry means to furry you. means to you. It's a very broad topic, so you can go anywhere with it. Now, remember, you only have three minutes on the voicemail. Um, you can also just send us an MP3. Yep. Um. And it can be as long as you want, and you can send that to Casta for what it's worth. What's our telephone number? 469-44-FURRY. Remember, 469-44-FURRIES. Ha, 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 ha. That's actually why I chose that number. Really? Because 469, of course. 469. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you're Reagan, or not Reagan, if you're uh, JFK, 469. <laughs> so I do have one last thing. I want to thank Kagos for coming on to our show. It was great to have you as a guest. You are very knowledgeable about foxes. 
And the voices from heaven mm. ring. <laughs> Let's try that again. Yay! Oh my gosh. <laughs> you really need to work on that new soundboard. I need to turn on background key press. Ding! Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kagos has encountered an error and must close. <laughs> <laughs> you must restart Firefox. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for being on our show. Thanks for having me. It's been fun to spread the knowledge of Fox. The gospel of the foxes. <laughs> the gospel of the foxes. <laughs> Pamphlets will be available shortly. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a thing. <laughs> oh, so this is Rue. This is Mario. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to end the show here. This is Tugs. And Karu. And Kagos. And this has been... For what it's worth. Did he say it? No. Say it. For what it's worth. (laughs) (laughs) We have a place. We've captured it. Just stop the recording. Stop it. Quick, before it degrades any further.